Hello, dear listeners. Welcome to this podcast with Pastor Mubarakota. Mubarakota is the founder and leader of Christ Love World Outreach, a global evangelical ministry that is impacting the lives of many worldwide. Mubarak, an anointed teacher of the word, teaches the good news that has the power to heal the brokenhearted, free the captives, and change lives. Stay connected as you receive God's inspired word. Now, today's message. Service. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Tonight, I want to wrap up on a series on following the plan of God, plan and purpose of God for your life. Amen. And tonight, I want to talk about something very important um, that I feel we all need to have consciousness of. Amen. Amen. All right. Numbers twenty three nineteen. Amen. So, like I said, I'm sharing on the faithfulness of God. God's faithfulness, which I believe is a very important thing to be conscious of as we walk with God. Amen. God's what? Faithfulness. All right, Numbers 23, 19. God is not a man that he should lie. Amen. And neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he, have he said, and shall he not do it? Or had he spoken, and shall it, and shall he not make it good? Amplified. Amen. God is not a man that he should tell or act a lie. Neither the son of man that he should feel repentance or compunction. Amen. For what he has promised. Say amen. Not the son of man that he should feel what? Compunction for what he has what? Promised. Has he said and he, and shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? So this scripture tells you who a man is. One, when he says God is not a man, he's trying to show you the difference between God and man. One, men tell and act lies. Somebody says A is not A. Somebody says B is not B. That's the nature of a man. He's comparing his nature with man. You get it? God is not a man, which means this is what men do. So most men lie. Most men tell lies. Most men act out lies. Amen. If he says God is not a man, that he should lie, then what he's saying is men lie. 
and the Amplified says, men tell lies. They don't only tell lies, they act lies. So somebody's whole life can be a lie. Yeah. You can have someone all his life, all her life is fake. There's nothing true. Everything about them is not true. Yeah. That's a typical man for you. You have someone who says, I'm A, but he's B. He says, I love you, but it's, it's, not, it's not true love. Perfect nature of man. That's why, you see, we ourselves, we can't trust ourselves. Now, continue. He says, neither the son of man. Again, he says, he's again. He's going to give you another trait of man. He says, neither the son of man. That he should feel repentance. One thing about man is the ability of man to change his mind quickly. You get it. Yeah. Like someone says A and the next minute he's like, I didn't say it. Are you sure? Just Sunday, two people were in my office were talking. One was sitting down. What did you say? A, B, C, E, F, G. Okay, are you sure this is what you said? Yes. I'm calling the other party. The other party came. What did you say? E, F, X, Y, Z. Wow, but I thought you just said A, B, C, E, F, G. I didn't say it. Oh, I wish I had a recorder. Two minutes, change his mind. I had to remind him that this is a church and he can't lie here. Even that one. You know what? Forget. Change of mind. Look, he said he should feel repentance for what he has promised. So man says, I'll give you A. And the next minute he says, I'm sorry, but I can't give you A. Now look at another trait of man. Has he said? And shall he not do it? If you want the number one people who say and don't do is man. Even a snake, when it strikes, it says, I'll bite you. It ends up biting you. Men are liars. Has he said and shall he not do it? And it's all of us, not just as I'm preaching. I'm trying to make the congregation look. Everyone, every one of us here, yeah, this is our characteristics. If you trace this week, number of things you've said, you didn't do. Or he has spoken and he shall not make it good. Now, because of this flaw, okay, in man's nature, it, it, it has affected the way man sees God. You get it. Man's nature has made him see God as one of him. Like, you get it. This scripture is like a reassurance. Sorry. A reassurance to us that God is not like us when we relate with him. Because our nature is so corrupted that when we begin to relate with God, all our mindset is, oh, 
baby, because of how I relate with Derek, that's the same way God will also relate with me. Do you get it? Yeah. Oh, I told Derek I'll 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 be I'll give you a. When he called me, I didn't mind. So my now my mind is telling me me too. When I call on God, God will not mind me. Do you get it? But he's assuring us tonight that he's not a man. That's a good part. Because if God was like a man, we'll all not be here. So at least some comfort comes to us that it's not really about us and how we are. It's not dependent on how we... Because look, think about it. Look at how wicked this world is. Think about how wicked our country is. Think about how wicked our politicians are. Think about how wicked the whole system is. The black man complains the white man is racist. No, the black American complains that the white man is what? Racist. Okay. Then the black American now looks down on the African. Then the African, who comes from a region in Ghana, starting with maybe A. Now, two regions that start with A. I'm sure maybe even now more. They look down on another region that maybe comes, starts with an E. Is there any region like that? Maybe the language they speak is E, but not the region. So you see that if you look to all of us, we are funny. You claim white man is racist, but you are very tribalistic to your fellow black man. That you let your daughter marry him, a, ma a man from their tribe. Now you, when you talk, you say white man is racist. So, this scripture is coming as a reassurance to you. Because except for scriptures like this, we would find it very hard to relate with God. Especially when it comes to fulfilling our purpose. Yeah. If it's tit for tat, boot for boot, an eye for an eye. If we are relating with the God who is tit for tat, boot for boot, an eye for an eye, then it's going to be very difficult. Say amen. But thank God, he's not like that. Thank God. He's not, he's far from that. And it makes us relax to know that the God we are dealing with is not like a man. He's not like one of us. Second Timothy 2.13. I'm talking about the faithfulness of God. The ever-presentness. The ever-reliableness. As you, as you walk around making mistakes, thinking that God will pay you back, thinking that God is hunting after you, thinking that God is going to come after you, thinking that God is going to do... Just come to a place you realize that you are not dealing with a man. Huh? 
Look at it. If we believe not, yet he abided what? Faithful. If we believe not, amplify. If we are faithless, do not believe and are untrue to him because in our, in our inherent nature, we don't have the capacity to remain true. Think about a number of times that you, you, you wanted to pray, but you, you just would rather do Facebook than pray. Think about a number of times you were prompted to just read your Bible, but you you not just even open it. On true nature of man. And we have a track record, a consistent track record of faithlessness, not being true, of lying. I saying, God, I love you, but we don't love him. I saying, God, I'll save you, but we don't, we don't save him. I saying, God, I'll give you my heart, but we won't even move a leg for him. I saying, God, I'll die for you, but we won't even take a pinch for him. Think about all this. That is the that is the nature of us. But he's saying tonight, look, as you as you are on your road to fulfill his plans and purpose, you need to just relax. Okay? Relax. As a pastor, sometimes when I relate to people, I just have to be, I just have to remain faithful. I, I have to become a type of God. Yeah. Because if I if I really want to do them. Like, you do me, I do you. I won't be a pastor. Oh, yes. So I have to now become faithful. Now, this is a, a good attribute of God we must all learn. That constancy. That you are there. Everybody can say, oh, Pastor Isaiah, every day. Not angry. Not happy. Just there. Try to just be there. You get it? Yeah. He remains faithful. Why am I teaching this? I'm teaching this to give you some hope. So that you can also now begin to have this consciousness. And by that consciousness, produce a certain fruitfulness in your life. Because if you, if you are going to walk around thinking about all the mistakes you've done and how God is going to pay you back, hey, you may not be able to accomplish much. Imagine God decides to lie to all of us. That's why I said God is not a man that he should lie. You see, let's, let's try to be like him. Pastor. Imagine God is a liar. One time I watched a video. A guy is on the tree. The father is down the tree. He says, jump, my son. Jump. I'll catch you. He said, Papa, are you sure? He said, yes, jump. I think it was Papa Jasko, one of these programs. Super story. Okay. But what's the difference? Okay. 
He said, jump, I'll catch you, I'll catch you. Then the guy just jumps and the man just pulls back. Falls down and says, your first lesson in life, never trust anybody. But God is not like that. God doesn't have to lie to you to make you trust him. God can, if God was a liar, he would tell you, you will live to be 100 years. And when you are 10 years, you die. If God was a liar, he would tell us that your ministry will be great and after 50 years, we will not have anything. It's good news. He's not a man that when he promises, he changes his mind. He would have come and tell Jesus, die after three days, I'll wake you up. And Jesus would have been gone to the grave. And a thousand years later, he was still not waking up because he changed his promise. Halfway to without Jesus' knowledge, like most of us do. He remains true, faithful to his word. Faithful to his word. Faithful. Let me tell you, whatever God told you, he will do it. Because his nature is to be true. He's a true God. That's one thing about him. He's a what? A true God. He's not a man. He's not a man. He's not a man. If he said, sit here, it won't break. You can trust him. You will sit here a thousand years, it will never break. It's not in his nature. And in fulfilling your purpose, you must appreciate this virtue of God that God is truly faithful. God is what? Truly faithful. Tonight, all I've come to assure you of again, one more time, is the faithfulness of God. He's true. He's not a man. He's not a man. He's not a man. He's true. Whatever he has said, he will do. And guess what? It has nothing to do with your nature. It has nothing to do with what you've done. It has nothing to do with how you act. There's that part of God that if he wants to look at us, then he will never do anything for us. You, you, and it's like that. One time, somebody in the church was misbehaving. And as I kept thinking about this guy, I was like, ah, this guy is really interesting. Somebody called me. You get it? And was talking to me about this same person. And was telling me, I want to give this person a job but I want to know what you think. You get it? And guess what? I told him, I'm, I'm on my knees begging for him. Give him the job. So when I finished, I thought to myself, wow, this is someone misbehaving. But he doesn't even, the person doesn't even know that someone is begging for him. So look at us. As we are fornicating, lying, God is still sending angels to protect us. What did the Holy Spirit tell me? Do you know the number of angels I sent to nightclubs because of my sinful children who I still have to protect till they come into the light? As you are smoking, 
there's angel there. Oh yes, that shows how faithful he is. Because maybe he made a covenant to your father. Maybe he made a covenant to your mother. Maybe your mother is praying for you. And as your mother, he cannot turn his back. And that's, how, that's his nature. Yesterday, Pastor and I went, were in a restaurant. And as we were about to eat or so, a brigadier general in the army walks, walks into the restaurant. And guess what? A few minutes later, his bodyguard with a gun and everything comes. As the man was sitting there, I don't know whether I was going to eat or what. The guy, the bodyguard was standing there. In the public place. Oh. Then Pastor drew my attention. See, I said, yes, this is how angels stand with us. So, as you are going to fornicate, there's an angel there. Yeah. That's how faithful God. And when you think about things like that, aside, apart from the father, it should make you like just see how good it is. It also make you no, apart from the fact that it makes you feel like, okay, something good lies ahead of you. It should also make you appreciate and not try to pay back good with good. It should leave a burden of trying to reciprocate goodness with goodness. Or oh, you don't get what I mean. Like to know that as you as you are smoking and you the thing nearly passed through your head, God, the angel made sure that the thing didn't happen. It should just make you think that, look, I have a good God. He remains true, faithful to his character and his righteous character, or he cannot deny himself. Are we going to believe? Are we going to come to that place of appreciating this trait of God? Say amen. Are we rising to that place? Deuteronomy. Sorry, go to Second Thessalonians three three. But the Lord is what? Faithful. Constant. You sin, he's there. You are righteous, he's there. And what is, going, what is his faithfulness going to do for you? He says his faithfulness is going to establish you. Huh? Now, without the faithfulness of God, we'll never be established in his purpose. Pastor, as a man, you're a man. You, you, okay, we may not, it may not be good to use this example. Um, LP, you, you work, right? You have employers. Good. What is a contract? You, you work, your employers pay you. Okay? So, Every month, you are expected to what? Go to work. At the end of the month, they pay you. Not so. Back and forth. Now, if you decide not to go to work for one and a half months, 
I don't know how generous your bosses are, but do you think they are really going to give you your salary? Except it's Ghana government. You will never be established in the job if that's how you work. You would rather be established if you are consistent. Every morning you are there, 5.30 a.m., yes. They say that work starts at 7, but you are there 5.30 a.m., yes. Then your boss will see you say, oh, yeah, this lady is very good. Then you leave. Your boss, when we close at 5, but you, you won't leave. Then when it's 8, your boss is leaving. Then your boss will see you say, oh, you are still here. Uh-huh. You see, you are impressing them. That, as you do that, that's when you see that, oh, there's a little promotion. There's this. There's money. You get it. Mm-hmm. But you see, we, when we relate with God, we are not like that. We are like the people who don't go to work for one month and two months and three months, but still, he sends our salary. He sends oxygen every day. Yes. Oxygen. You think getting oxygen is an easy thing? Oh, you don't know. Even the ability to breathe. It's not a joke. Yeah. I've been in the hospital where you see people. One time I was in the hospital, I went, I saw a guy lying in the corner, couldn't breathe. When I came back, his bed was not there. I knew that's it, he's gone. And then I said, woman, all the family people I've surrounded, I said, ah, they are coming to say whatever. No, that's how it is. So if God is not faithful, how will we be established? If God was going to mark us per the job description, quiet time, okay, every month you need oxygen. I don't know how they measure it, but you need oxygen, three cylinders. Three cylinders, quiet time, you should do 31 quiet time. You should do 31 evangelism. You should, you should not tell up to 10 lies. You should not, for some people, it will be a big deal. You should not fornicate up to five times. You should not insult. Hmm? You should go to church. You'll be shocked. By the time we finish, some of us will have only a quarter cylinder. But guess what? He's faithful. He says, you forget about all these lies and give him the three cylinders. Forget, forget. Give him the three cylinders. If I want to measure, mm, by all of us will be gone. I said, God is faithful. What do you use this for? You rest in it. And thank him. It's not, you can't change it. There's not much you can do. There's not anything. It's not about your offering. It's not about giving a big offering. It's not about giving a small offering. It's not about coming to church early. It's not about coming to church late. It's just, he's just there. It's just like, we, we, he, he's, we are rushing. He just, he has just allowed us to rush him. That's the kind of God he said. If you are wise, this will not, you will not abuse something like this. You would rather want to get closer. In a, in a marriage, see, sometimes the wife is just constant. The husband will be fooling her. Then he will make a mistake and go and meet another lady who is worse than the wife, like very far advanced. Then the other lady will teach the man. Then that's when he will realize that, ah, 
his wife is a good person. Yeah. Then he will go back and take the wife. I know a story of a man was with a wife for many years. He was in the army. He got went on pension and left, went to marry another woman, left, they spent all the money. Then many years after, he had a stroke. Guess who took him back in? The old wife. Faithfulness. He will establish you. So you are going to be established. But you must have this consciousness. Your consciousness is very important. Your conscious, the way you think about God is very important. Some people think God is wicked. Some people think they are paying for their sins. Some people think that uh, whatever problem they have is as a result of God trying to pay them. All those things, are, I mean, that's not God. That's, those are principles like you reap what you sow. Those are <laughs> principles. But when you begin to think that God is faithful, God is faithful, God is faithful, then you see his mercies. You know the other time I was sharing with you, karma does not, karma is not Christianity. The natural law states that bounce, that's why we pray for mercy, even to avert bad seeds we've sown. Then when we preach about seed time harvest, it's not really like, can I care what you've reaped? Can I care you reap? But if you can pray, God can avert it. And if you know about it, it makes you not so bad seeds also. Because mercy there, he chooses whether to show mercy or not to show mercy. You get it? He said he will establish you and he will keep you from evil. Say, God will keep me from evil. Not because I am too righteous, not because I am holy, not because I gave a big offering, not because I did my quiet time, not because I prayed 24 hours, not because I prayed 16 hours, but all because. He is faithful. All because he is faithful. All because he is faithful. His faithfulness is what he's using. Hey, it's no asshole. Our righteousness is like a filthy rag. The day you feel you are holy, 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 if God should judge you on that day, you see that you are nothing. Can you, can you imagine the Bible says when you look at a woman, huh? As I'm looking at you right now and I make a funny thought in my head, I've already slept with you. It's not God forbid issue. It's Bible. It has said it. Yes, right there. So like you see, and guys, this is many guys, they won't tell you the truth. This is the problem. This is their main problem. This is our main problem. Oh, you don't have that problem. You're an angel. They will undress you right now. They will measure the size of your breasts, everything in your dress. Now you say you are righteous, but look, today alone you've undressed like five girls. As you sat in the church or you're undressing someone, they're having funny thoughts. Then the Holy Spirit reminded you you're a pastor. That's when you, you say, oh, I'm sorry. But you've done it already. So if God wants to judge you, that's why ladies, you have to dress well. Because when you dress and you don't dress, or you worry some of the guys. Yeah. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to last after her, 
has committed adultery already with her already in his heart. Yeah, that's what the scripture said. You hear that someone has murdered someone in America. People shoot, 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 shoot. Bible says that if you if you have someone, you say, I hate this guy, you are a murderer. So you see, if God wants to even all this, our two by four good that we do, that makes us feel so big and pompous and like God owes us something. If God really wants to focus on that, like all of us have been disqualified. Even your thoughts. Sin is sin can be measured to the highest minute whatever. Thoughts can be sinful. And those are even the higher sins. But he's faithful. Say, God is faithful. Deuteronomy 7 9. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God. Mm. Know. Everybody here, say now I will know that the Lord my God, he is God. You see, wait. Every time emphasis is placed on the fact that God is God, he just wants you to understand that you don't have a problem. You are dealing with God. Recently, I was buying cement from a company. We were buying cement from a company. Then, I called some I went online and I saw people selling cement. So, I called one guy. He said, oh, yes, this is... Then he mentioned the name of the company. We sell cement. And I'm like, oh, how do I pay? So I said, oh, I'll send you the company's Momo line. You pay, then we'll deliver. So when he mentioned the price, I'm like, really? It's, it's cheap. So I said, yes, we buy it straight from the factory. So I asked him, what if me, myself, I want to come there and carry the cement? He said, no, 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 that's for that one day. We don't do that. We have to bring it to you. So, oh, okay. Then I spoke to my senior brother, Who's, who knew the owner of the company, the cement company? Because if you know the owner, then they, they can get us a good deal. So when I spoke to him, then he sent me a number to call. And the guy, so the guy, he sent me a number. I'm trying to explain this concept of he is God. So, I compared the two now and I realized I know the other one was a scammer. So I went to even read the reviews. People said, ah, these people are not correct. They are scammers. So I, I called this new guy and I met him. When I met him, I was not afraid. Why? Because it was the owner of the company who gave us his name. I said, call him, whatever you need, he'll help you. Then he said I should meet him. So we met him and gave him money. I forgot how much we gave him that day, but we gave him money. Then I told him, Don't you give me receipt? I said, Oh, you don't have a problem. Like, look at how you saw it. You don't have what? A problem. But the other one was rather, the fake one was rather, I'll give you receipt, I'll do this. But the original one says, You don't have a problem. When you deal with man, he will explain, I'm sure, 
approve, do what, 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 but it's, it doesn't end anywhere. But when you relate with God, he will not do, he will not say much, he will not show much, but you don't have a problem because he is God. We were here when they delivered the cement. We even be, started owing them. Yes. We now became the ones owing them. We were dealing with the original people. I tell you tonight, you are dealing with the original God. You are not dealing with a God who measures your sins and pays you back. And the word there is what proves what I'm saying. He's faithful. Which keepeth covenant. Give me amplify. So now if you are here, you feel any form of, you know, anxiety about what you've done and the future and how. No, I'm here to tell you, you are dealing with a faithful God. Say no, Christ's love. As you walk with God to fulfill your, his plans for your life. No. Recognize and understand therefore. Look at the, the adjective he's using. He said no. Recognize and understand therefore that the Lord your God, he is God. The faithful God. You are dealing with the original God. You are dealing with the one true God. You are dealing with the one who speaks and does not lie. You are dealing with the one who says it and it comes to pass. You are dealing with the faithful. Our fathers have related with him from generations to generations to generations. He has never failed. He's a true God. And I was, I was looking at the fan in my room, our room going, and the Lord said, you see, this fan is faithful. It never falls. It can shake on, but it will never fall. It never falls. It never falls. That's how God is. If man can do something that won't fall, how much more God? So be at rest. You serve a faithful God. Who keeps covenant and steadfast love huh? and mercy with those who love him? Even our love, how much is it? There's something when God says, he just says it. Because when you, you read through your Bible, all the men God calls heroes of faith, uh, what? Don't just read. You see that they were not really heroes of faith. Do you get it? Abraham was a father of faith. The Bible makes us understand Abraham never doubted. Abraham believed. But if Abraham didn't really doubt, would he have accepted to sleep with Hagar? He could have assured Sarah that God said it, it will come. They say, even Abraham, there was some small problem somewhere. Yeah. Look to your Bible. David, David was a man. The Bible says David was a, was a man after God's own heart. But if David really loved the Lord, why didn't he go to war? Why was he up there looking at someone's wife? Ended up taking the wife and killing her. It shows that man, the love of man is, is fragile. It's not like God's love. But God was still faithful with these people. And see how he talks to them. The Bible says Moses was the meekest man on the face of the earth. If, how can a meek man get so angry and strike, strike a rock when he sees speak to it? You get it? God has just dashed us the marks. He just dashed it. So to be at rest. He's sure. He's faithful. Oh, yes. 
And he will not just be with you. He'll be with all your generations. Your children will benefit from your worship. Oh, yes. You'll be shocked. Blessings you never imagine your children will have it. Yeah. God is faithful. I'm telling you, man of God. Hey, look at us. Even in our simple lives, see the number of times God has delivered us. God has saved us. One time I, I told you guys, I nearly died. And I was just there. I started feeling like I'm going. What is happening? I woke up one morning. I didn't know what. I was just there. And I just felt like my eye was going. I was just, what's happening? Hey. He stepped in. Stepped in. Stepped in. Many times God has saved me. What a, I sat before a doctor. The things he was telling me, I was like, what is all this? I can't even see it in their mind. One time I, I came back at truth. I came back with a diagnosis. I was lying on the couch. To God, mm, this is serious. Am I going to have to, am I going to go through this, this? Then something in me just said, and spoke, I said, Lord, I don't know how you will see me through this. I don't know how, you, you, I don't know how we will pull through this, but I know you will do it. I don't know how this one I will overcome it. But I know you are faithful. Maybe you are here with a challenge. You've done everything. I just want to assure you, God is faithful. God is faithful. Maybe you are believing God for something. I want to tell you, God is faithful. Yeah, let's keep trusting. Yes. Yes. Let's have the faith like Daniel had. Let's have faith like Daniel had. In Daniel, Daniel 6. The Bible says that the, the, the king decreed that nobody should pray. But in, in verse 11 or so, verse 10, the Bible says, and when Daniel knew that the writing was signed, he went into his house and his windows being opened in his chamber towards Jerusalem, he got down upon his knee three times a day and he prayed. Hey, they came for him. They put him in the lion's den. Guess what? When he entered, the lions shut their mouth. They became vegetarians. They said, we won't eat meat again. We won't eat meat. When they took Daniel out and they threw them, the, the other people in, the Bible said they didn't even get there. They began to tear their meat apart. He's faithful. Don't lose consciousness of this. Don't lose consciousness of this. Don't lose consciousness. Don't, don't let anything rob you. When you deal with man, don't think you are dealing with God. God is different. If you've ever dealt with God, you know that you, he's not like man. He's faithful. He's faithful. What are you trusting him for? What are you believing him for? It's, it's, not, it's not by power. It's not by might. I'm telling you. It's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's, it's just the faithfulness of God. Look at us. God has been faithful with us as a church. God has been truly faithful with us. What have we done? It's that nature of his. Today, the guy, who, 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 one guy called me. He said, you have to give him some money. When he called, he said, Reverend, you, you won't give me my money. I said, oh, I don't have money on me. I don't have money. He said, you look, you, your project still where you've gotten to if you don't have. I told him, I said, I don't even know how. If you ask me how on earth we, we are there, I don't know. 
I don't know. I can't explain. I don't know how. It's like angels just come and push the work in. I don't know how we've done it. I can't tell you how. All, the only thing I can tell you is the faithfulness of God. Look at us. God is faithful. And whatever he has said in your life, he will do it. Philippians 1.6 Tonight I'm just encouraging you. I'm just encouraging you. I'm just encouraging you. Look at this. I am convinced and sure. Can somebody say this tonight? What is the problem that is in your life that won't go away? Say, I am convinced and sure. What is that health challenge that will not back off? Say, I am convinced and sure. What is that pain in your life that will not go? Say, I am convinced and sure. I am convinced and sure of this very thing. He's talking about the faithfulness of God. Yeah, I'm convinced and sure. Listen, sometimes this is how we work with God. You may have a problem now. You are praying about it. It's not going. But look at what God did some time ago. And use it to push on. Because if he did it, then he will do it again. Oh yes. He will do it. He will do it. I'm convinced and sure of this very thing. That he who began a good work in you will continue. Huh? He's, he, he will not leave you where you are. Oh! God does not start with you and leave you halfway through. Whatever God started with you, he will complete it. It is man who starts with you and halfway through. He says, a man can say, I'll marry you. You go and buy all the things for the whatever. A day to the wedding, he says, I've changed my mind. That is a man. A woman can say, I love you. You will do everything. Some guys, they say they will take the girl to school, pay her school fees, pay, give the mother money, do everything. When the girl finishes, nurses training, you know, I don't want you again. They found another, they found a doctor. You, you are a cast prayer. They will tell you that prices have gone up. The prices of things have gone up. So now their price has gone up. They've changed their mind. Make sure you don't make any wrong investment. The only sure investment you can make is the investment that is in God. So take care of a girl to come and tell you you are not educated. Being very sure of this thing that he who began a good work in you will continue until the day of Jesus Christ. Ah. It means until Jesus returns, God is not changing his mind about anyone. Yeah. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. Look, I don't know of anything God cannot do. If Lazarus could come back from the grave after four days, I don't know of any, not even an organic. Ah, if a decomposed body can come back to life, how much more someone who's alive but the kidneys are dead? How much more someone who's alive but the liver is gone? How much more someone who's alive but has <laughs> cancer? God is able. I don't know of one thing that God cannot do. Someone said, what God cannot do does not exist. I agree. Totally. Yeah. Worship. 
until the day Jesus comes. He's working. Developing that good work and perfecting and bringing it to a full completion in you. So you see, you, your life, eh? Huh? As God has taken you, huh? He will not drop you till he has completed you. You see, the truth is, even if you remain unfaithful, yeah, even if you don't do your part, even if you don't do this, there's a certain level God will reach with you. That's it. It's a certain It's not about you anymore. It's about him. That's what God reminded Moses. Sorry, Moses reminded him. He said, right now, if it's, not about, it's not about them. It's not about the children of Israel. It's about you, God. Yeah. He said, if you leave them here, people will say that you took them just to come and destroy them. And God changed. And he has never changed his mind since. So he's faithful. And he will help you. Yeah. I've never seen God. I'm young. We are all young. Yeah. But I've not seen God take someone and drop them by the road. Unless they said, leave me and just curse God. Even that you see him going after these people back. Look at David. We know David did not kill Saul, but we also know what David did. But God was faithful. Look at Samson. Even Samson, the Bible says, and Samson's hair grew again. Samson's hair grew again. The Bible says there's hope for a tree if it be cut. Because at the scent of water, it will bud again. There's hope. God is faithful. God is faithful. When you relate, you see, when you have a challenge, go to God and boast. Boast about him to him. You go to God and tell God, I know you can do this. I know this one is nothing for you. God, I know you will do this thing. Then you give him funds. You talk to him. Let him know, Lord, I know you are able. Is this school you want to go to? It is one of the easiest things he can do. Kneel and tell God, you've done this. You've done this before. You will do it again. Is it marriage? Just tell him you are the one. Whatever it is, he's able. God there is faithful. It's us who is not faithful. And he's even assuring that even if we are not faithful, he's still faithful. What's our problem there? Put your hand on your chest. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Visit www.christaboundinglove.com and our social media handles at the Christ Abounding Love Church for more audio messages and details on all upcoming conferences. God bless you.